welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. want to thank all of you for tuning into the show here today, whether you're on cnjradio.com or you're subscribed on iTunes. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. I truly appreciate it, one and all. Uh, so, speaking of friends, I was at work the other day. And a friend and co-worker of mine, Justin, so right off the bat, I'm going to give you a major, major shout-out, Justin. Thanks for this. Um, this is what the show is going to be about today, a little little backstory on it. You know, I'm not much for celebrating Death Day anniversaries. I, I don't see a whole lot of reason to do it. It's such a somber occasion, and I just choose not to go there usually. But uh, I was at work the other day, and... Justin kind of uh, said, hey, you know what today is? And he starts quoting uh, this particular song that's going to be the first song. And I was like, wow, yeah, so it is. And uh, on August 5th, 2012 was the 50th anniversary of the death of Marilyn Monroe. So, yeah, Marilyn Monroe, one of the all-time icons, not just in pop culture history, but history in itself. I mean... Think about what the world would have been like without Marilyn Monroe. I'm not saying she's any kind of deity or god or anything, but absolute icon. One of the top icons of all time. Shaped the way we think about so many things. And she was an all-encompassing woman. I mean, think about it. She's a rags-to-riches story. Uh, you know, a lot of controversy and tragedy surrounded and followed her. Uh, but also, you know was a, a true beacon when she was at her peak and you know just you see those movies with her you know really fun movies i love watching those movies and you know she was that woman that could reduce even the most intelligent man to a blubbering idiot and uh, you know just being just sex personified marilyn monroe was the key element one of the major key elements in the the sexual revolution and you know just stop being so uptight and uh, she really is the image of all that. And uh, you just think about all the movies you watch, songs you hear. Uh, how many of those reference Marilyn Monroe? There are thousands upon thousands. Uh, you know, it's all around. So no doubt she is an icon, whether you're a fan or not. And whether you're a fan or not of Marilyn Monroe, I think you might actually enjoy the show here today. The, I, I like a good conspiracy theory. Uh, more so than most people. So, you know, the whole... I was researching a little bit more about Marilyn, and I had seen some a biopic or two and read a few books here and there, but, you know, I, I never really committed uh, an opinion as to how she truly died. Some people say it was an accidental overdose of painkillers. Some say it was a suicide. Some say she was murdered, uh, you know, which could possibly reach to the high ends of the White House. So, I don't know. I've never really just hung my hat in one place or another. But here are some folks who have. So, this is the song that got the ball rolling on this episode. So, let's start off with it tonight. This is The Misfits from 1985. Who Killed Marilyn? Could it have 
one act that at least subscribed to the Marilyn Monroe was murdered theory that was the misfits with who killed Marilyn that was actually the last thing released by the original misfits in 1985 uh it was uh, actually the main place you can find it is on the compilation called legacy of brutality that's the easiest place to find it and uh, you know just, uh, the controversy they reference in Who Killed Marilyn, all the conspiracy theories, there's some within fans of the Misfits about the true recording nature of that song. Uh, some people say that Glenn Danzig actually played all of the instruments on that track. Uh, some say not. So there you go. A controversy within a controversy. But uh, that's a cool track. I like that. And like I said, that one got the ball rolling on the theme here tonight. So let's keep the show going. going to stay in the uh, punk rock element. And uh, before we move on, there's a lot of different music styles we're going to be doing here tonight. So something for everybody, truly. This next song is by a band who attributed their band name to Marilyn Monroe with a little bit of a twist uh, taken from the movie Seven Year Itch. The name of this band is Seven Year Bitch. Uh, they were called a Riot Girl band in the 90s, and Riot Girl was just a another clever journalist way of just saying punk rock played by women. Uh, so yeah... Seven Year Bitch, pretty cool band. Uh, the stuff I've heard I, I like pretty well. Uh, so I'm going to go with this song, since uh, we're referencing the whole Marilyn Monroe being able to reduce men to blubbering idiots. Uh, I figured this song was appropriate, and it's a fun cover song to boot. This is Seven Year Bitch doing a cover of Iggy and the Stooges, Shake Appeal. <laughs> Thank you. 
right, that was Seven Year Bitch with a cover of Iggy and the Stooges' Shake Appeal from the We Will Fall tribute album. Uh, I think I played something from that on the show before, so uh, it's one of the better tribute albums out there. Easy. So go find a copy of that. I'm sure you can find it cheap somewhere. Check it out. It's called We Will Fall. And, uh, you know, they just uh, keep repeating sex appeal over and over again on that track. And that's very apropos since we're talking about Marilyn Monroe tonight. So, yeah. Uh, You you know, it's not just... I was going to say you guys out there know what I'm talking about. But I I know you women uh, know what I'm talking about, too. Don't don't act like you don't. And uh, this next song... um, Going off of the song title here, uh, also the title of a, a very early success for Marilyn Monroe, I'm going to play a song called Bus Stop. And yes, I'm going to play that bus stop, uh, one of the biggest hits for the 60s band, The Hollies. So, and uh, you know, it's one of those things, I really thought I had this song in advance before I did the show. Uh, go to load the song in on the player here, and no bus stop. I'm like, really? I can't believe... All the classic rock and and oldies box sets that I have, not one instance of Bus Stop by the Hollies. I was, I couldn't believe it. So I actually had to go download this on iTunes just now. So here you go. Enjoy my dollar well spent. It is one of the, the greatest pop singles of all time. Here you go. This is the Hollies with Bus Stop. She stays, love grows under my 
That was the Hollies with Bus Stop. And once again, the reason playing that on the show here today is because one of the uh, bigger successes for Marilyn Monroe was a movie called Bus Stop from 1956. Uh, she actually got a Golden Globe uh, for that performance, uh, Best Motion Picture Actress in a Comedy or Musical. And uh, it also won the Golden Globe for Best Motion Picture Comedy or Musical that year. So big success for Marilyn uh, and a pretty fun movie too, so go check it out. And uh, that the, the Hollies actually. Uh, here's a fun fact about uh, that particular song, "Bus Stop." Uh, it was written by a guy named Graham Goldman, and Graham Goldman actually wrote "The Yardbirds for Your Love," another big hit around that time, mid to late '60s. And he wound up being a member of 10CC down the road. So there's a little fun uh, music fact for you there. Before we move on to the next song here. Gonna play something by a guy. Uh, I was turned on to this guy actually by uh, one of my good friends and also a, a great and loyal listener of the show, Mr. Steven Arizina. Thank you so much, Steve. Uh, you turned me on to a fellow named Tommy Keen, and I'm forever grateful. Uh, love this guy now. Um, if you're a fan of power pop, good songwriting, you know, all that kind of stuff, just check this guy out. This guy can write a tune and a half. Fun stuff to listen to. I recommend if you're if for those of you who like big Paul Westerberg fans like that kind of stuff with some power pop. Uh, check out Tommy Keen. Here's a song that he wrote in 1986 from an album called Songs from the Film. This is My Mother Looked Like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, my, my 
Tommy Keene with My Mother Looked Like Marilyn Monroe. And like I said, you can find that on the 1986 album called Songs from the Film. Uh, if you don't have anything by him, uh, do what I did and start with a really great retrospective of his called You Hear Me, a retrospective from 1983 to 2009. Uh, that's a highly recommended listen, so check it out. Tommy Keene, K-E-E-N-E. All right. And uh, much like Bus Stop earlier, I'm going to play a song that uh, the title also lends itself to a Marilyn Monroe classic. Uh, of the, uh, There's about three songs on the show here tonight that like, I think everybody's going to know, and this is one of them. I'm going to play a song by a supergroup from 1985 called The Power Station. Yes, that power station featuring members of Duran Duran, the Taylors. Robert Palmer on vocals, the late Robert Palmer, and the late Tony Thompson on drums. That's so sad that those two guys are not with us anymore. Two primo extreme talents. Uh, You know, I I grew up on this record, so all love for the Power Station album. So why waste time? This is the title of one of the most successful Marilyn Monroe movies of all time, if not the most. So here you go. Go ahead and turn this one up. This is Some Like It Hot. Be satisfied. I 
station with some like it hot the the full-length version of some like it hot the original version from the album not the single edit that that was the good one right there so uh if you didn't know they reissued out that power station record a few years ago so nice remastered sound uh, all the bonus tracks and b-sides they ever did a couple of live performances so go check that one out that's a, that's a really good buy I still love that album, 80s production and all that. I, hell, I like 80s production. I kind of hate when people piss on the stuff. I mean, yeah, it's not as good as 70s stuff, but what is, man? Come on. Uh, Power Station, good record. And here is yet another song with a Marilyn Monroe movie name-checked in it. Whether it's intended or not, it doesn't matter. It's my show, and it counts. I think it ought to count, especially as long as it's a good song, right? So here you go. Speaking of talented musicians i mean the power station had tons of talented guys in there i've played this guy on the show before and one of the people i respect the most in music musically i mean this guy is on another level so i'm gonna play something by steve Vai, and it's not just going to be your typical steve Vai instrumental for those of you who were you know kind of here and there on knowledge of steve or maybe a little crude to him just maybe know his stuff with david lee roth or frank zappa or something like that uh, yes, he put out a lot of instrumental records, but there are some records that he actually sings on. For better or worse, Steve Vai has sung a few songs in his day, 
this one is no exception. This is from the 1996 album called Fire Garden, where the first half is all instrumental and the second half is all vocals. So here's Steve Vai with a song called All About E.
All right, that was Steve Vai with All About Eve, uh, another song that name checks a Marilyn Monroe movie. That actually, uh, the movie All About Eve was one of Marilyn's earliest movies where she really started to get some attention. That movie was from 1950, and that really uh, really got her started on her path to being a big star. She has a, a small role in this movie, but uh, she definitely made a big impression. Uh, that goes without saying. I mean, she's in the room. She's going to make an impression. That was pretty obvious from the get-go. So, yeah. And, and also, on that song, it, not that anyone's saying, uh, Steve, you should be a lead singer all the time, but, you know, did did you not hear a little bit of uh, nuances of, you know, little Gary Sharon and a little Dave Grohl? If you go back and listen to that song, tell me he doesn't sound like a couple of those guys at some point during that song. That's just my opinion. So, uh... You know, not too bad. Not too bad of a job there, Steve. So if you, if you like his singing, go uh, check out that Fire Garden record. And uh, this next song is probably the most successful song that was supposedly written about Marilyn Monroe in itself. Uh song is called Photograph by Def Leppard. Yes, everybody knows this song. This is a massive, massive hit. Uh, Joe Elliott of Def Leppard said originally that he wrote this song about Marilyn Monroe because, uh, you know, at, in his house or in his room or whatever, he had a Marilyn Monroe poster hanging on the wall, so he went with it, saying he just had a photograph of her and he was never going to be able to meet her, and, you know, this is all he has, and that was the supposed genesis of the song Photograph. Now, in later years, he said that it's not about her at all, but, I mean, the guy used to introduce the song as being about Marilyn Monroe, so I, I don't know. Uh, Joe says some things sometimes that throw me off, but, you know, whatever. I'm still looking forward to going to see Def Leppard this summer. I hope I can make it out there. But until then, let's go with the live, since you've heard the original version of Photograph by Def Leppard, oh, maybe about three million times in your life. Gonna go with this version while I'm promoting a really nice product I recommend. This is from the deluxe edition of Def Leppard's iconic Pyromania record. This is from the second bonus disc on there, uh, taken from uh, the live show from the L.A. Forum on the Pyromania tour. So if you get the deluxe version of Pyromania, you're going to get the whole Forum show on here, and it sounds really good. So here you go, live version of Def Leppard, Photograph.
Now, whether or not uh, you know the song was really written about Marilyn Monroe, you can't deny. Uh, in the video, uh, they feature a look-alike Marilyn Monroe in there. So, to me, that song is always going to go hand in hand with Marilyn Monroe. So there you go. That was Def Leppard with a live version of Photograph from the deluxe edition of Pyromania, L.A. Forum Show, 1983. Good stuff there. And uh, moving on, uh, the next song. The reason I'm using it on here, this is actually the title of a Marilyn Monroe movie that never got released. It was the movie she was working on when she died, actually. And the movie was going to be called Something's Gotta Give. So I do have a song called Something's Gotta Give, and I really wanted to play it on here because, you know, I felt the need to defend pretty much most of Aerosmith's Nine Lives album. So that's what I'm going to do here. I I think that Nine Lives by Aerosmith really gets a bad rap. And it kind of seems to be the forgotten album, especially of their uh, latter part of their career. But, uh, you know, it's kind of like Get a Grip in the same sense. You you strip some of those ballads off of there, you've got a really cool hard rockin' record. If you have that album in your collection and it's just collecting dust right now, throw it in and, and tell me what you think. I mean, like I said, I think there's some really good rockers on there. Even though it's got some modern production tricks, you know, I still think it has a lot of the good elements of classic Aerosmith at times. Um, you know, Steven Tyler, great lyricist, can't go wrong. And, you know, listening to this song before I started the show here, I realized it ties in, you know, almost as much as the fact that the song is a lot about mental psychosis. And, you know, Marilyn Monroe did have a history of that. So that's all documented. So I think this one ties in really well. So here you go. Here's an obscure album track that I like a lot. This is Aerosmith from 1997's Nine Lives album. This is Something's Gotta Give.
All right, that was Aerosmith with Something's Gotta Give from 1997's Nine Lives record. Go check that out, like I said, if you never have before. Uh, like I said, there's some couple of obvious radio-friendly Aerosmith ballads on there, but some great rockers like The Farm and Crash and the title track. Some really cool songs on there. I do recommend that record, and I'm sure you can find it cheap enough out there to where you can justify that purchase. And yeah, Something's Gotta Give was supposed to be this like screwball comedy where Marilyn Monroe's character like dies at sea, supposedly, but she actually survived, but then her husband gets remarried, and then she turns up a few years later and wackiness ensues, because of course the guy is remarried. Uh, the co-star of Marilyn's was Dean Martin, so the husband role of that. Uh, but she got fired off the movie for being unreliable, and they just decided to shelve the movie after Dean Martin refused to work with anybody else but Marilyn. And uh, they they did release the footage on DVD, like it's incomplete, but there's like a documentary and it's got all the footage on there, so you can you can see the footage if you want. Uh, I've actually never seen that one. I still haven't checked that one out, but uh, yeah, something's gotta give. And uh, God, the show's flying by so fast for me. I'm having a good time here. Uh, you know, this is gonna be the ending of the show, and it's the memorial part here, so we're gonna bring it down, get into some ballad territory. I, I'm pretty sure you can figure out what the last song's gonna be if you think about it. Uh, but here's a, a really good one. Uh, this is definitely a tribute to Marilyn, uh, by name and by quotes. Uh, a fellow by the name of Brian Ferry, a smooth, suave guy, if there ever was one. The great Brian Ferry, of course, the lead singer of Roxy Music as well, uh, put out a really cool solo album in 2002 called Frantic. And I think longtime Roxy fans, especially you Brian Eno nerds out there, will appreciate the fact that Brian Eno is actually singing backup vocals on this song. Uh, the song was co-written by Brian Ferry and Dave Stewart of the Arithmics and many other things. So check this out. This is a really cool song. Like I said, big tribute to Marilyn. The song is called Goddess of Love. Marilyn said, I got nothing to wear tonight. Only a pair of diamond earrings to catch the light. Platinum blonde, is it true that you have more fun? Siberia, now I'm silent.
Ferry, one of my all-time favorite lead singer guys with Goddess of Love. Great classy tribute to Marilyn Monroe. That guy is class personified. Uh, but yeah, last song of the night coming up here. I'm pretty sure you can figure out what it is. Um, the song, the the all-time most famous song about Marilyn Monroe ever, written about her by the great Elton John and Bernie Toppin in 1973. This is off of one of the all-time great albums ever. The whole album of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is just classic. Uh, you will almost do no better. Uh, I'm not even going to pussyfoot around this one. I'm not even going to play some alternate version or whatever. We're just going to go straight to the source. This is the version you've heard so many times on Classic Rock Radio, but it should be played on any tribute to Marilyn Monroe. If it's not, it's invalid. So here you go. This is Elton John with Candle in the Wind.
better way to finish off our tribute to Marilyn Monroe than with Elton John's Candle in the Wind. Yeah, I've said it all before. 1973 off the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road album. Get that record. Everybody, any fan of music needs to own that record. Doesn't matter what style you're into. Everybody should have that record. So, yeah, that's my opinion. And like I said, I I still felt a little weird doing uh, the Marilyn Monroe tribute you know, on a death anniversary, but hey, man, 50 years, that's that's a long time. That's way longer than I've been alive, thankfully, but uh, yeah, I hope all of you enjoyed it out there. If you have any Maryland memories, or if you think I missed a song, let me know. I'd love to hear from all of you. Uh, I really appreciate all the comments that you leave, whether it's on the Facebook page or, or through the email. Uh, know that I read them all, and I, 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 I believe I do respond to all of them, so if I don't, please... Uh, probably back and tell me I'm a jerk. But the way you can do that is to go on cnjradio.com. It's got all the links to the Facebook, the email, the Twitter, all that stuff. It is all on there. Once again, cnjradio.com. Spread the word. Tell your friends. I would really appreciate it. Like I said, big things coming up for the show. Uh, I don't know what the next show is going to be, but I do know what 49 is going to be. So uh, it'll, it'll all make sense once we get there. Trust me. So Spread the word. Listen, like, and share. I'm, I'm going to start embracing that catchphrase. Listen, like, and share. That That's what, all I ask of you. That'll really help. So, uh, you know, I try to always tie in the outro song to the theme, and this one's no exception. Yeah, she, yeah you're like, hey, Marilyn sung songs. She she could carry a tune here and there. Why isn't she on the show? Well, you know, we're going to close it out. I figured it was a good way to do it. And plus, you know, the style of music that Marilyn Monroe recorded, uh, you know, not necessarily rock, and not not that it has to be, but you know, I know it helps, so we're going to have her take it out here tonight, so this is uh, from the Some Like It Hot movie, we're going to fade out here with uh, Marilyn's I'm Through With Love, so here you go, have fun. Goodbye to spring and all it meant to me, it can never bring the thing that used to be, for I must have you on no So I'm through with love And so I'm through with Baby, I'm through with love